and we are live and we are back let's go i'm Corey, your host for what wednesdays one half of the coordinate full effect podcast and i'm back like i never left this is and i figured it out this is wealth wednesday number nine the issue is i did two in one day so it's like the eighth week but it's the ninth episode of wealth wednesday so i figured that out and i'm all caught up on the numbering system for those of you tuning in for the first time on the Court and Full Effect podcast, we discuss health and wealth, finances and fitness, and everything in between. We want to make sure you save more and save less and keep making better your best. However, my co-host Jordan, who does the fitness part of the podcast, is still on paternity leave. So while he is out, you guys are getting just the finance section, aka Wealth Wednesdays. But before I get started on, I would say probably the most important topic for at least probably all millennials in America, student loans and what that situation looks like. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you share, subscribe, leave them rating reviews on the podcast platforms as well. If you have any questions, concerns, please reach out to us. You can find my information as well as my co-host Jordan's information in the show notes on YouTube. You can follow me at sideline underscore Corey. That's Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can find Jordan at Stop Stalling J on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as well. And his business page is finally fit on Instagram and Facebook. Okay, look at look at me getting better, a little bit better at doing the introduction. All right, what, what else do I have? I think I think that's it. There no uh I keep seeing more information on how the uh the, uh, the tax brackets and the Roth IRA 401k, the contribution limits for 2023 have changed, but I've yet to see that um, from the IRS yet. So once that drops, I'll do that update. However, y'all know what we do on Wealth Wednesday. We get straight to it. The student loans. I sort of talked about on last Wealth Wednesday towards the end, and I was hoping, right, per what they, you know, what they said, they said this application will be up in the early part of October. Uh, early would likely mean before halfway and halfway would be the 15th or 16th. Just the way the dates are set up for this month in October, the 15th and 16th of October on a Saturday and Sunday, respectively. So that means the application should be up either this week or next week at the latest, which would be the 14th next Friday. Today is the 5th. The application is still not up. And not to mention Monday, the 10th is I don't know if it's still Columbus Day, Indigenous People Day, but that's a that's a government holiday. Likely application will be released then. However, however, we now, now we gotta get into an article, y'all. Cause I'm not I'm not we just, I'm just gonna read the article. It's my first time looking at it. Struggle streaming. Let me share the screen real quick. And we we just gonna see what CNBC is talking about here. GOP challenges to Biden's student loan forgiveness plan put debt relief in jeopardy. Now, GOP Republicans, as y'all know, they are against. The student loan forgiveness. Okay, again, this is on by CNBC, and this was released uh, Monday, October third. Okay, millions of Americans who have been celebrating news of student loan forgiveness are now stuck in limbo as legal challenges to the plan amount. Here's what borrowers need to know: as tens of millions of Americans who have been celebrating news of student loan forgiveness are now stuck in limbo as Republicans mount legal challenges to Biden's administration's plan. Again, in August. As I've already said this before, I did an episode on this. It's the third Wealth Wednesday. President Biden did announce that most federal student loan borrowers, you guys will be eligible for 10K forgiveness if you make 125K or less if you're single and 250K or less if you're married. And then you'll get $20,000 in student loan forgiveness if you receive the Pell Grant. Okay. 
Now, during during this time, some of the student loans that they said would qualify for forgiveness are no longer going to qualify for the forgiveness. They've let you all um, know that if you've been making student loan payments essentially during the pandemic, so between I think it's March 13, 2020, and August, uh, excuse me, August 25th, 2022, any of those payments you've made during that time period, you can get that money back as essentially you know as part of the forgiveness. I, I would not do that. Let the money you paid during the pandemic era. Let that money stay towards your student loans and take this 10K or 20K in forgiveness. But, you know, we see if you're still going to get that based off of what this article is saying. OK. And as I said, the White House said borrowers can start applying for relief this month. And you guys can see your lowered or eliminated balances within six weeks. Again, like I said before this article, they said you guys need to have your student loan um, application in no later than November 15th. Right. That's roughly six weeks before the end of the year because the application will only be open until December 31st, 2022. And if you want to see your balance decrease by this 10K or 20K or whatever you're going to get, you need to have that application in by uh, November 15th. So that 10K or 20K, whatever you're, you're going to get forgiven, will be um, deducted or taken away from how much you owe in student loans and that interest won't be charged in your forgiveness. Okay, so anything after November 15th, they're saying, you know, it might not occur when the student loan repayments start back up beginning of next year. And then, um, you know, again, the application does close. It's not it's not an indefinite window. You got they're giving you all a little around two and a half months to put this application in. There are going to be plenty of people. because I see it all the time. People are saying, where were the student loans? I haven't seen them forgiven yet. What's up? And it's like, y'all need to put an application for this, man. All right. So please be aware of that. If you know anybody who has student loans and you haven't you know made them aware of how the forgiveness works and they're thinking they got it they wonder where it's at things like that make sure you know you send them some helpful links send them to this podcast etc and uh just help them out so that at least amount of people who who get screwed is you know on the low end all right they're now they're saying though this forgiveness that i've we, I'm, i just discussed those plans may now be in jeopardy all right so here's what y'all need to know three challenge three challenges or three lawsuits have been filed so far September 27th, Frank Garrison, an attorney working for a conservative legal group, brought the first legal challenge to Biden's plan, arguing that forgiveness would cause him personal injury in the form of a state tax. Now, when you think personal injury, you would think like a, a physical injury. You wouldn't think, I mean, if, <laughs> if you can sue, if you can sue for state taxes causing a personal injury to you, that's a, a, a welcome to America. Okay. It says that cancel student debt can be considered taxable income, although borrowers won't be required to pay the federal taxes on the canceled debt. Right. So in the American Rescue Plan of 2021, last year for the um, the, um, the more COVID relief that was done last year, they also put inside of that bill that any of the student loan forgiveness, I think it's up to 2025, you will not have to pay federal taxes on it. That's sort of setting up, you know, the forgiveness that has been uh, given out uh, in August or is supposed to be given out the application that we're talking about here so setting up so hey from political standpoint next year we're gonna you know forgive you know 10k 20k in student loans this year let's make you know put something on the books that says when we forgive this debt people don't have to pay taxes on it again that's a 1099 c form as i forgot to do my disclaimer i knew i was forgetting something this is for entertainment purposes only i'm not a financial advisor again entertainment purposes only however the 1099 c form for cancellation of debt so when you get debt canceled usually you have to file it as taxable income so just like money you made from your w-2 so let's just say right you got 10k forgiven and you make 
$90,000, you have to look at it as if you made $100,000 that year and you got to pay the 10, uh, the tax, you got to file that 1099C form on your taxes. All right. But again, that's at the federal level. There's federal taxes and then there's state taxes. And the issue with Frank Garrison, the attorney, is that he lives in Indiana. Now, most states are not taxing or not looking to tax this student loan relief. However, Indiana is. And this is where Garrison resides. And they're saying Indiana may charge levies on the debt. And I don't know. I don't understand why it's may charge. Like, are they going to charge it or not? Like, I mean, especially, you know, with it being a midterm year, like, you know, pe people running for office again. It's interesting. But again, some most most states are not charging taxes. But, you know, again, some are. And if you live in Indiana, you're in a place where they're going to looking like the charge uh, tax state taxes. Again, state tax, not federal on the student loan forgiveness. And again, currently Garrison is pursuing a government program that leads to tax-free debt cancellation known as public service loan forgiveness. But he says Biden's plan can now cause him to get, listen to this dollar amount, y'all, for those listening on the podcast platform. He's worried. He's putting, He he's trying to put this student loan forgiveness in jeopardy because Biden's plan could cause him to get a $1,000 day tax bill. A thousand... <laughs> America is a beautiful place. Now, I mean, we talking, I forget what the number was. I think it's 300 billion or something like that. Uh, as far as like the, I think the relief. I think so. Yeah. 40 million times 10,000. Yeah. That should be, regardless of what it is, though, it's in the billions of dollars. I think this relief will be, you know, everyone who qualifies for it. But this man, this lawyer in Indiana saying, yo, the thousand dollars I'm about to pay in the state tax bill. Look. I I I really take the risk, and he's gonna he, he gonna try to screw it up for everybody. This is this is crazy. Talking about crabs, this is an unreal crabs in the barrel type scenario. Regardless if you think the forgiveness should occur or not, look if you even different. He's talking about I give him ten thousand dollars, but a thousand dollars, and he's a lawyer. I mean, bro, I, since you're a lawyer, I know you have the skill set to get a high income, whether or not you know you do private or public, and you choosing to take that route, that's on you. But I know you're a lawyer, so. You can make some type of bag, but he's worried about the thousand dollars that y'all gonna, <laughs> gonna make him pay in state taxes. Oh my goodness, welcome to America, y'all. But again, what does Garrett what does Garrison say? Mr. Garrison says he's pursuing a government program that leads to tax-free debt cancellation. So he's in the public service loan forgiveness, right? The 10 years y'all talk about 120 payments, et cetera, et cetera. The most people try to do where they're gonna pay the debt for 10 years, and like two percent of people have gotten it. He's looking to take that route in which he won't have to pay taxes. Excuse me. He won't have to pay taxes on it. But now Biden's going to give him 10K up front. Now he's going to, <laughs> he's going to pay taxes on it. So he's saying that, quote unquote, this guaranteed 10K, right? And again, the public service loan forgiveness is not 100% guaranteed. Let's be clear with that. And my, my, the chances are, if he's in this program, he's not like making a lot of money for a lawyer because you, know, you got to work for a public service and he's likely if he's qualifying for this or trying to work on the public sector, not the private. Regardless, though, he's trying to get that 100, 120 payment, 10 years student loan forgiveness. <laughs> and he's willing to jeopardize the entire nation uh, because of this $1,000 state bill he might face. And again, too, when it comes to taxes, you have to file your taxes, see how much you owe or see how much you're getting refunded. That's why I say for the 1099, the 1099C debt form, you have to file that. You're not, you might not owe taxes because it's, you know, 
You got to file your see what your entire tax situation is. Speak with a CPA or TurboTax, no sponsor, right? But speak with a CPA when you file your taxes so you can see what you're going to owe slash get refunded. Just because you have to put something on there for this 10K and debt cancellation or in the sense he's going to have a thousand dollar state bill doesn't mean he's going to owe a thousand dollars. He might just get a thousand dollars back less. Let's say he's going to two thousand this year, next year. And now he's going to get a thousand instead. And as you can imagine, a lot of people, you know, they need their tax refund. However, Mr. Garrison was just the first. Two days later, on September 9th, six Republican-led states, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, and South Carolina, filed a lawsuit to block Biden's action. The GOP state officials argue that the president doesn't have the power to issue nationwide debt relief without Congress. That's sort of what President Biden was trying to do, though. Remember, that's what he was saying. He said he need Congress to let him know, but people were like, no. You know, let the Department of Education look at something and see if you already have the power. And, you know, President Biden was saying, hey, let me have Congress look at this. But y'all, y'all, y'all putting that press on him. OK, which is y'all right. If you, you know, you voted for him, then, you know, hold him to what he said he was going to do. All right. Now, these uh, six Republican led states are also claiming that the policy would harm. Harm is such a crazy. So we got harm and then we have caused personal injury. These are some crazy words. These must be legal terms. I mean, personal injury and harm aren't just, you know, exclusive to legal terms, but these, these must be some type of, it's going to, it's going to harm these, it's going to harm private companies. Now, a company isn't a, is, you know, is an entity. It's not one individual, at least with the previous person, he was one person, but I mean, a company, I mean, how, how can you verify it's going to harm the company if less than half the people get harmed in the company? Is the company truly harmed? But uh, they're saying it might harm private companies that service some federal student loans by reducing their business. In short, as y'all can imagine, they're expecting you you owe them $100,000. They're expecting y'all not only to pay the $100,000, but to pay the interest on the $100,000 as well. That's already on their books. And also as well, student loan forgiveness cannot uh, be discharged right in bankruptcy. So in short, these people, these private companies, they know they're going to get this money. However, they're coming in and saying they're not getting 10K slash 20K like, you know, per person, you know, scale that up. To you know, it's probably millions, and some some companies might be billions of dollars, but probably millions of dollars for most of these private companies. You know that that's going to impact their books. So they've like they've likely already executed some financial decisions, some business plans, as if they're going to get this money because you know that's just how you know how how people operate. All right, so they're upset about that. Now, on the same day, September 29th, we're talking about Arizona Attorney General Mark Bronovich, if I'm pronouncing that right brought his own legal challenge to stop Biden's administration plan. Bronovich, Bronovich, it's B-R-N, so it's a Bronovich, asserts that the policy would reduce the impact of the public <laughs> public service loan forgiveness program, which he says enables his office to recruit legal talent. This is funny. So out of the three, quote unquote, suits or challenges to this plan, two people have the public service loan forgiveness program and how they're in that being a reason why this forgiveness should not occur. But it's funny because the public service loan forgiveness, people don't get the money forgiven. So they're saying, hey, even though this 10K or 20K forgiveness is pretty much 100% chance guaranteed, I'm in this situation where I have like almost 100% chance not to get it. But since I'm in this situation, uh, you know, I would prefer that this 10K slash 20K relief does not occur. And, and, you know, the attorney general in Arizona is correct. Again, I, and my guess is, again, attorney general, right, for the state of Maryland, right, that's public. And then uh, Frank Garrison is an attorney working for a conservative legal group. But since he's in the public, right, sector, in, in short, you know, they're roughly 
speaking the, the same type of lawyer for the situation when uh, the attorney general in Arizona is saying his ability to recruit talent for his office. So just imagine the guy in Indiana is essentially in this, you know, the recruit that the Arizona attorney is talking about. So the Arizona attorney is saying, hey, we need to be able to recruit Mr. Garrison, the attorney in Indiana for our office, this legal talent he's talking about. And one of the ways, you know, we dangle, you know, something in front of them and saying, hey, you work for us for 10 years, these 120 payments, you know, and your student loans will get forgiven. But then he's saying it will reduce the impact. If we're talking about lawyers, the 10K or 20 to 20K is, it, I mean, I'm not aware of many lawyers where the 10K or 20K is truly helping them. They're going to take it. But he's, he's saying it's going to reduce the impact of the public service loan forgiveness program. How is it going to, wouldn't it, likely increase the impact because if you have less people let's just say the reason they're struggling to forgive all these people forgiveness is because they have so many people in the pipeline well if all these people who are looking you know to get their student loans forgiven with the public service loan forgiveness program but they're going to get it forgiven now with the 10 or 20k in relief you know that that would you know help that pipeline out some so i i, I think this is it's just a legal reason i i highly doubt that they really think that the relief is going to impact the student loan, uh, the service, the public service loan forgiveness program. But hey, PSLF program, there we go, acronym. And, it, uh, and it, the, it's explaining the program here for those who don't know allows those who work for the government to get their debt their debt discharged after a decade, a decade slash 120 qualifying payments. Not a decade, it's 120 qualifying payments. And they're actually the Biden administration is saying they're looking into making more of the payments uh, qualify for this particular forgiveness. If borrowers loans are simply discharged now, the Arizona's uh, attorney general argues they'll have less of an incentive to work for the state. Lawyers in private practice tend to get paid more. Here's here's the simple logic. If the lawyers know they'll get paid more in private practice versus the public sector. And in short, if they sat down and just ran the math, hey, look at this. I mean, they can get paid two, three, four times more. I mean, five, I mean, lawyers can get paid hundreds, you know, six figures, multiple six figures, seven figures. But they're going to choose to make work for the public sector and essentially get paid barely six figures. If anybody sat down to the math, it's like you're better off working for the private sector and just locking in and paying off your student loan debt because you're going to have it paid off, you know, guaranteed paid off as long as you don't lose your job in under 10 years versus you know taking this public uh service loan forgiveness route and you know hoping these 125 20 120 qualifying payments not a decade 120 qualifying payments are actually gonna all qualify and gonna get the forgiveness but you know the attorney general in arizona is saying hey man it's, it's gonna be less of an incentive and again 10 to 20k let me let me see how much <laughs> average lawyer student loan. let me see what the average lawyer student loan debt is Average law student graduation was 130,000 student loan debt. That's the law student. That that's so that's from law school. That's not including undergrad. The 10 the, it's less than 10%. He's talking about less than 10%. If you think, you know, a 10% reduction in their student loan debt with most lawyers probably in that six figure plus range like on the low end. Come on now. All right, now, however, CNBC is giving y'all some hope. There is little merit in their challenge. The main obstacle for those hoping to bring a legal challenge against Biden's plan has been finding a plaintiff who can prove they've been harmed. Again, the word harmed here again, right? We said we saw harm, harmed and personal injury. So those have been harmed by the policy is saying such injury is needed to establish what courts call standing, said Lawrence Tribe, who is a Harvard Law professor. So there, there's some harm needs, some harm or injury needs to occur. Okay, Tribe isn't convinced the current lawsuits filed have successfully done that. Okay, 
they keep looking for different ways to establish standing and that's all good and well well and good but in the end it is the merits that matter and there is little merit in their challenge tribe says um higher education and legal expert mark can Kantrowitz said it was possible a judge may overlook an imperfect case of standing. However, because of larger questions at play here, including the scopes of the president's power. So again, when Biden said, hey, I don't know if I got the power to do this. I need Congress to give, give me the OK. Y'all were like, nah, Biden, just do it. Now, another higher, higher education and legal expert is saying that it's not that they meet the judges will need to find like someone's been harmed or had personal injury. They just might say, hey, I don't, the judge might be like, I don't know, you know, no one was harmed, but I don't know if President Biden actually had the power, the power, or was in the scope of the president's power to do this, this type of relief. Okay, the president's student loan forgiveness plan will likely be overturned if it reaches the Supreme, U.S. Supreme Court. Yeah, if, if, it, if it keeps going, let it get in front of the Supreme Court. It, it'll probably get overturned. Okay, so obviously these legal actions, what's what's that going to do? Because the student loan payments, President Biden said, they said they're starting back up in January. They're saying it obviously could delay them. Whether or not these challenges are ultimately successful, they're likely to slow down the forgiveness timeline. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. With the federal judge deciding whether or not to grant GOP-led states request to block Biden's plan, the administration already has said it will not cancel any student debt before October 17th. See, they won't cancel any debt before October 17th, but they said the application is going to be released, quote unquote, before that. So that's a little trickier whether or not they're saying the application will be released before then slash canceled. I highly doubt they'll have that quick of a turnaround two weeks on canceling y'all student loan debt. The, the policy, though, could be tied up in the courts for months, <laughs> for months. Uh, the higher education um, legal expert, uh, Mark Contrano, uh, was said, Okay, court battles could extend payment pause. So they're saying, hey, y'all might not get the forgiveness, but y'all get, get, get more extension. Okay, if the battle over student loan forgiveness drags on, the Biden administration may decide to extend the pause on monthly payments yet again. Currently, bills which have been, yeah, y'all haven't had the payment since March 2020, right? They're supposed to start back up in January, but it may be too messy to turn them back on while it's still uncertain what people owe because forgiveness remains up in the air. But it may be too messy to turn them back on while it's still uncertain what people owe because forgiveness remains up in the air. All right. So now what do y'all need to do? Again, the Department of Education um, website where you can subscribe for the student loan emails, uh, telling y'all this uh, to subscribe for those. Um, they're saying ideally you'll be ready to request relief You know, as soon as the form launches. Experts say, right, if you get your loans forgiven before a lawsuit probably gets in the way, you might get to keep it. Even the course will against the administration. All right, this is saying, I mean, that is saying even if the they overturn this, but your forgiveness occurs before it's overturned, you might still be able to keep it. And the White House did not immediately, the White House yet to comment on this. All right, y'all. Oh my goodness. All, all of that to say, this is why you need to say you need to handle your own life and not not wait for the government. Okay. You know, a lot of people I know, a lot of my clients, they're waiting on this student loan forgiveness. You know, if it happens, it happens. It speeds up, you know, their debt payoff goals significantly. But, you know, some of y'all waiting on this, you know, like like it's a lottery hit. And, you know, they 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 controlling y'all a little too much for me. And I wouldn't want to be in this situation. So make sure if it does drop again, I've been saying y'all need to I mean, don't you know, take off work if you got to. I mean, most of you don't make ten thousand dollars an hour. But, you know. Get that student loan forgiveness in and get your application in as soon as possible, just in case they do say, hey, any applications that were put in, you know, after a certain date, 
those those ones aren't going to be forgiven. They're saying the pause extension might occur. That's going to be something the president is going to have to decide. So, uh, you know, they they've always waited till late to do that. But uh, yeah, it's going to October's going. <laughs> life doesn't slow down. It's going to be an interesting time. The history books are going to have a doozy with the last two two to two to three years. Once the pandemic hits, until now, it's just been so much going on. So uh, yeah, make sure um you guys are you know staying up to date with this subscribe to emails if you're not if you're looking for the student loan forgiveness which i know a lot of you are but it is looking like you know some challenges maybe afoot uh for the for these student loans because people are worried about private companies being harmed or them dealing with personal injury all right a thousand dollars in the state tax bill they're not looking for for that all right <laughs> oh life is crazy out here all right y'all that's it I would I would say that's current event, but I mean it's more than the current event. That's real, and you know y'all know I love discussing student loans. But make sure y'all hit that like button before y'all get up out of here. Make sure you share and subscribe our YouTube channel and our podcast platforms. Leave those rating reviews: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Again, oh man, look, I'm hitting my elbow. That hurts a little bit. But make sure again y'all check out the show notes. My information again: sideline underscore Corey. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. My financial coaching pricing is in. The show notes as well, $50 for one session a month, $100 for one one-hour session a week. And again, Jordan, my co-host, is Stop Stalling Jay on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And his business page is Finally Fit on Instagram and Facebook. And his website is finallyfit.live. Again, as I said, the classes have started back up. Jordan's like on a halfway return. Now, he, he's back at work. He's, he's just still on leave from the podcast. I need to talk to him about that. Am I, am I at the bottom? But he's well. Oh, as, ah, now I see why they say pause. But <laughs> but uh, no, um, you know Jordan's back to work for his you know his nine to five. But uh, the classes have started back up. Um, you'll get access to the virtual classes as well, as far as um, the Google Drive for all of that. And um, yeah, you know, be happy to see y'all in the class. You need you need to get your you need to get your you need to get your health right. Y'all worried about this wealth aspect? You know, you got to get your health right as well. Okay. And again, if you guys have any questions, concerns, comments, you know, you can DM us, leave comments on any of the posts, YouTube videos, et cetera. All right. Shout out to y'all student loan forgiveness. Is it on the way? I don't know. If they find a way to make it so it doesn't happen, I'm going to scream. And that episode is going to be insane. That will be a current events episode. If that, if that drops, you'll, you'll be seeing me later that day. Uh, once I get off work, depending on when it drops. All right. But remember to save more and say less. And keep making better your best. And I will catch y'all in the next one.